Stop right there, criminal scum! Nobody breaks the law on my watch! I'm confiscating your stolen goods. Now pay your fine! Welcome to One Flew Over the Side Quest, your place for philosophical gaming top fives and a little feud between an Irish lass and some British legend. With me, the host, Ryan, and Spyro Swoon, Total Loon, the funny honey, mocks herself, wants to be an elf, raw, uncut, the big, bad ginger nut. Hello. Hi. You okay? How's it going? All yeah, good. very good. Very good. Um, it's a very it's dull very... day, though. So it's like the middle of the day and it should be bright out. Yeah. And we're kind of in the dark. That's why if anyone's looking at YouTube, we're a little bit all over the shop when it comes to lighting. Yeah, yeah it's because we're in, a, in the middle of a storm. Storm, whatever it's called. I forget the name of it. Do you remember yeah. the name of it? No. I no, slept but... through most of it, so... <laughs> <laughs> But yes, so welcome to uh, One Flew of the Side Quest. If you're any of our new listeners, then this is basically Money Gay's podcast in which we do a gaming top five and we talk about what we've been up to and various other things. Um, and we do also, a little game. Also, Ryan talks and lies about him winning all the time in our We also segment. do, yes, we do a final segment, which is Ginger Nut versus Rye. Um, and yeah. We there's only one winner there every week. No. So well, I'm just saying it now before we get to that point, and I just freak go. out again. Is that Ryan always lies? So on we go to the first segment. This <laughs> is so um, easy. You which is which is what's the story? So that is mm-hmm. basically what we what have we been up to? What have we been playing? It's been a little while now since we've uh, recorded this podcast, particularly in which we've completed about I don't know a, a few games. Um, yes. Uh, so yeah, you go ahead and and fire away with your yeah. own so in true Katie fashion i don't just play video games i get addicted and then devote my life to them so i if i i think i talked about this briefly last time that i'd start dragon age origins that's done completed done that <laughs> love it it's probably one of my favorite games of all time um especially for how old it is but fantastic i've also started and completed dragon age 2 in that time <laughs> and i have also started and i'm very big chunk of the way through dragon age inquisition nice. so i'm loving my life because this is honestly just a gaming franchise that's so up my street i love that type of fantasy i love discovering a whole new open world even though some of it's semi-open world but i still love it it's still fantastic inquisition is more open world and it's incredible so good um i love learning about the lore i love being able to create my own character and i love the how each dragon age game matters so i know a lot of people started inquisition before they started the other two games and i just think that's not the way to do it after playing them in chronological order because everything that happens in the first game and second game really impacts inquisition and you should definitely play it from the start yeah um so yes, that's been my life. I've gotten 
a lot of hours put into Dragon Age since our last podcast, as Ryan will know, because he watched me do it. Yes, yeah. So I think <laughs> as much as as much as is a testament to the fact that uh, we've both completed many games in the amount of time between these podcasts, because it has been quite a long time since we've been on this podcast. But it's yeah. also a testament to the fact that those are like we're talking gargantuan games and you've smashed them right out and and it's not even that it's come from a point of view of just being like oh i've got loads of free time i'm just doing it because of that it's literally just because they totally now they even captured you which is just like fascinating and perfect to see because i'm being captured by a couple of games at the moment and mm-hmm. it's just like it's really good to see someone who is you know like i think a lot of people get stuck in their kind of realm so like you know if someone's like oh hey i really like skyrim like skyrim's right up my street but there's a few people i know that are like really like skyrim but won't really give witcher a try and like kind of have this like reluctance to kind of broaden their horizons in that way because they're a bit like oh this is my comfort zone i know it is the best one Mm -hmm. and all this kind of stuff but it's nice to see the fact that you're just so open to going off and trying other things and as we've mentioned in in our own discussions like the true testament to dragon age is the fact that so many of your friends love dragon age and have said to you it's going to be one of your best favorite games ever so you came in with this expectation and then you're coming Mm -hmm. out of it now where you know you're is really deep into inquisition now and have played through them all and they're all self-referential and they all matter and there's all these different intricacies and characters and you're like you're losing it you're like oh my god this character's back and this character's this and all these different things and decisions and everything that that, that make up these games that obviously are just so unbelievably fantastic and mm-hmm. if if you could if you could break them down into like what's your like top few things that are like are particularly about dragon age that like of of captured your soul hmm i think as i said the lore and the like the atmosphere and everything like that it's very much like you know it has its own vibe so if you think lord of the rings mm-hmm. it has its own vibe in comparison to say the harry potter world like it yeah. has a very distinct vibe of its own and it's separate to say skyrim or elder scrolls um and i just love it i just think it's really really well done um a lot of the characters matter. They matter is like one of the big things to me is that like your companions, the NPCs, they all matter. You grow an emotional attachment towards them. Um, I think the interaction between them and even the romances between them, which is fantastic, by the way. I like don't think I've played a game where you romance them and it's so like in-depth and organic. Mm. Um super cool um they there are definitely moments in it that are just so unbelievably epic like so epic that like it's almost like what comparing it to like the two towers you know the battle of helm's deep where you always say like that just epic moment there's definitely moments in dragon age that like take my breath away and i have those moments which not a lot of games can do i think for me um, I think you would probably say that a lot of the Sony games or the PlayStation exclusives could do that. I just haven't played them yet, so I can't compare. Um, willing to try and put that to the test, though. Um, yeah. But yeah, um, I don't know if I've gone over the five. I wasn't really counting. I was just. It, I didn't. I just. I just had a few. Yeah. Just. Just whatever. Just whatever come to your yeah. mind of just being like, you yeah. know, why these things are so particularly like captured your heart so much yeah which is which is just great to see and i think like some of the stuff that i've like vicariously picked up which i'm unbelievably excited to find out when i get into them is that like there is something about 
like spending off time between missions being able to explore characters and not just be mm-hmm. told them like you know being able to ask them different questions goes different places that's why i think witcher works so well at times because it gives you those extra dialogue options of being like hey you know like in a little more in depth to know someone's personality but like this seems to be tenfold of that you know like where you can really like delve into their individual stories if you want and help them out and care about them individually which is super cool yeah for sure one little detail that i really really like about um the dragon age games that if you explore and you learn and you read all the books and you like like look at statues like you have interactions with say statues and books and stuff quite similarly to say skyrim you open the books and you can learn a perk or something Mm. in dragon age the more you read and the more you discover can actually help with your interactions with people later on because you if you have knowledge about a certain thing you can Mm. say you're in a dire situation and you can turn around and be like because i know about elven culture it'll get me out of the sticky situation where the elves are trying to kill me that's cool so the more you discover you're being like rewarded for it and i just love that because i love learning about the lore but it not on like on top of learning about it and feeling like happy about learning about the lore i'm also getting rewarded in game for it yeah because i I, I like intricacies like that because like say for example that just ignited my brain to think how cool would it be if you ended up like resolving a conflict in skyrim just because you knew like how dark elves operated better and you were like hey look you know like i know your guys culture like you know i understand that this is a part of who you are and why you operate or whatever it's like that's a great idea like and Mm -hmm. that's that's where it i've said before like it super excites me to play them because i love nitro republic so much and that's a bioware game and when i started mass Mm -hmm. effect i really did like take to that as well because it has those intricacies and stuff which i think for sure for you like mass effect would probably be good for you because it's it's the same same developer so as you're gonna you're gonna have a lot of the same kind of tangents and storylines and like intricacies or whatever but yeah Mm -hmm. i just think it's so fascinating to see you dive into something with such love and such passion that's unwavering as well like there is no kind of like oh hey like i've just bought pokemon and i'm gonna just like stop playing dragon age play pokemon for a bit and then go back to dragon age later on or anything it's like this this true dedication to it which i think is just amazing and is a testament to how fantastic these games are you know? yeah it's like it's gotten so bad that i haven't even finished inquisition and i bought all the dlcs for it because i don't want it to end yeah. um <laughs> which is like i need to start playing more games because like obviously we're doing a podcast and i'm doing a blog and i need to like know more like you know experience more games but i just can't get enough of dragon age i really can't it's just yeah so, and so i don't good. think there's i don't think there's anything wrong with that you know like i can tell just now with what i'm going to talk about in a minute about assassin's creed like this is a game that's going to take up 100 hours for me and that mm-hmm. isn't bad that's not a bad thing and, and i think that it's good to lose yourself in that get like a real deep knowledge of something because it i think it helps with something especially in doing like obviously we haven't spoken about it on the podcast yet but you have a blog now like yes. please everybody go and check out Kay's blog it's amazing her first blog's up and her second blog will be about guess what Dragon Age and uh yeah. <laughs> sit, sit, sit down <laughs> yeah but like it it's it gives you that knowledge and that like care and that like I don't I don't know it's like a, a relationship with a story yes. or with a franchise where it's like you know if you're doing a, a podcast on it like say for example like with me and doing Final Fantasy 7 and getting on for Nexus who has played through the entire thing of Final Fantasy 7 and like has a real intricate like relationship with it like that makes it so much more entertaining and gives so much more reference and stuff and I think that's where mm-hmm. like for example with you like 
you know, it's it's just amazing that you're filling yourself with all of that story and all of that world and like really absolving yourself into it because I know I've done that with God of War. I know I've done that with yeah. with Skyrim or with Witcher mm-hmm. specifically is probably the, the most similar in regards to like a whole world and different intricacies to it. Like, you know, going into Witcher and knowing what the different like monsters are and all the little things about them and all the different like factions and places and who's underneath those different people and you know like what Redania means and all these different things like that you know like and what the north is and what like the empire is and all these different like political things and stuff that you end up learning if you care to take the time you know other than just the the main story beats and that's super cool Mm -hmm. i think in any in any kind of video game so yeah i'd say go ahead don't worry about losing yourself in it like lose yourself as much as you possibly can because it's better to come out of it thinking you know i'm the dragon age master than it is to come out thinking wow that was great and you know if someone else references something i don't know what it means or whatever Um, yeah for sure but i think i might stop talking about dragon age because we will have a podcast on it yeah so with the girls i will eventually get you to be doing on the other podcast on on the pixie uh on the pixie feed the gamers of lost ark i'll be getting you to go through all three of the dragon age games so um that'll be super cool and i can't wait for that that's gonna be something that's gonna be uh super super cool for you i'm just i think spray that down yeah, I mean, the girls are going to break it down and I'm just so excited, but I'm also afraid that we'll just end up, like, we'll need a ringleader to be like, take it back, take it back. <laughs> because we're just going to fangirl so hard about this game and certain characters because it's just so fantastic. I love it. Yeah, for sure. And I think that's where, like, of course, please, if there's anything like as we go to record more of these podcasts and you continue to play dragon age if there's any of those cool little things like you said about the 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 detail of reading stuff and all that kind of stuff or a particular gameplay or a particular moment like you talk about these epic moments like you don't you want to keep them relatively spoiler free but you know like saying you fought an ice giant in witcher is hardly a uh, uh spoiler like if you do yeah. something cool like that like bring it up talk about it like bring it to the mm-hmm. table because you know it's only going to make me want to play it even more and, and make everybody listen and be like oh my god this sounds yeah. super cool you know so very sure fire away and do that but yes other games you played uh only one other game that i've actually no that's not true the one other um like story-based game that i've played is night in the woods and Mm -hmm. i have not finished it but i'm very close to finishing it and i kind of dragon age unfortunately kind of just takes my attention but night in the woods woods night in the woods fantastic it's just so good it's a great game it's like a more narrative based game it's a bit slow paced for my liking but I still enjoy it because the main character is unbelievable. She is the best. I love her. She is me. She's just me. That mm-hmm. like that's actually how I feel as a person. But yeah, Night in the Woods is a really really cool game. Um and I think it would really resonate with people of our age. Yeah. Because I just feel like um it just like suits people like of our age that went through what they went through in say teenage years and stuff like that and then go to uni and like it's really cool it's just such a cool narrative game so i think anyone around our age would like really really enjoy it yeah and it's just it's just like 2d side scrolling like basic mm-hmm. dialogue game mostly you know and and the thing that that's amazing about it my in, in my opinion is that it's possibly the most organic dialogue i've ever heard in any game like it's it uses sarcasm perfectly it uses all these different things perfectly that like regardless of the fact that like you know it hasn't captured your heart like a dragon age for example but 
the characters will you know like because the, yeah. the, the overarching game and the overarching arch is like weird and wacky and like existential at times and stuff but like that doesn't necessarily stay with me like the characters stay with me like the characters like may as a character will forever be probably in my top 10 protagonists ever like yeah, she is sure. so cool she is so cool and she is so perfectly written and she's so well done that i think but how could you how could you say may over greg because there's just something about greg that i'm just like i i can't get enough of greg i love greg so yeah, much greg's great greg is greg like is this great. like he's a is he a wolf or a fox but he's Somewhere a about, yeah. yeah he's like a wolf or a fox but like I can't remember if they said he has bipolar or if he's got ADHD, but like he's like insanely hyper and he's just so funny and reckless. And like you just walk into a like his shop that he works in and he's like, I've got cups on my head. And you're like, why? <laughs> and he's just like, why not? And it's just great. Yeah. I love it. He's just very like sporadic. You know, like, you've all got that crazy friend that you end up just having the craziest times with and you end up yeah. being like, how did I even end up there with him? Or how did yeah. we ended up, even end up at that like random person's house and we were upside yeah. down drinking and then, you know, turns out fire extinguisher went off or something. You know, like it was just like, it's that sporadic, you know, like it's that yeah. kind of like just totally mad. And when May fries herself with a battery and he dies and stuff like that, it's just so funny. Yeah, it's brilliant. so well written. So good. I have to say, and it's like really in like LGBT inclusive and stuff like that, mm. um, which is really cool. Actually, I have to say real quick that Dragon Age Inquisition very like inclusive because they like touch on those topics too and i was just like i just dawned on me there that i was like wow i'm playing quite inclusive games and it's fantastic yeah, cool. um but yeah um yeah i love it because like i can really really relate to may really personally she's bisexual i'm bisexual but she like it's the sarcasm like i just feel like even though it's literally all written like there's no like spoken dialogue they just convey yeah. sarcasm just perfectly and all her relationships and stuff just makes so much sense. As you said, it's just very organic in that mm. way. I love it. It's fantastic. But I definitely need to finish it because Dragon Age just took over my life a little bit. But And it's like it. organic about mistakes and like organic yeah. about like childhood and and returning to your hometown or returning to a family home or any of that kind of stuff. It's really like yeah. cool. And even mm -hmm. the relationship with her parents and stuff is super cool as well. Um mm -hmm. Yeah, the only other thing that you've played is you have played the opening of, and I'm sure we'll break down neither words again at some point. I'm hoping yeah. to do maybe a, a game is lost arc about that, so we won't dive, we won't dive into things for too long here. But yes, you have played the, the opening of Horizon Zero Dawn. I when did you were here last. I did, and you know everyone talks about it. I've seen everything about it on Instagram. I don't have a PlayStation console that I could play on. So it's never really been a case that I've been able to. And I was always looking at it from the point of view that she seems like a badass redhead. And I was like, Oh, we need more of those. We just need <laughs> badass females, more of them too. Um, yeah. The only thing I will say is I was a little bit skeptical about playing it at first because I had seen it being played on stream before. Like I'd watched some people play bits of it on Twitch and that just does not, in any way and capture the game whatsoever so never just look at someone else playing a game and think oh i couldn't play that because i played horizon and i was just stuck in it and i was like i didn't want it to end i didn't want to stop playing it's super cool very open world um and yeah it was right up my street it really was and i was just like oh love it I loved it. Um, I only played a good maybe two, three hours of it. Yeah, it was re it was only literally only the start, like before the, even the trials and stuff. But yeah, like, oh yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You literally just played the opening, but like, geez, that game is beautiful. Yeah, 
really really pretty really really pretty um yeah. and yeah Aloy's just cool you know it's just cool mm-hmm. playing as her and stuff you know and just yeah. it's, it's like i think one thing that that i've noticed is there's there's a great way to attach people to a narrative that i've seen in so many different medias and stories and that's if you include children in any way shape and form for some reason people become far more attached to things regardless of whether it's like a child's life hangs in the balance or like you know there's a, a, a companion that's a child like joel and ellie and and all these kind of things like but starting as a child in horizon zero dawn is something mm-hmm. that's amazing because it creates this like attachment to her and it yes. creates it creates a care atreus is another one from god of war where like immediately he is a like you attach yourself to him straight away because he's a kid and you're like oh you know he's only a kid or whatever so like i just think there's something about having a child in a narrative albeit like from the start or again like even in assassin's creed that i'm playing now like you go back to to cassandra's childhood and it shows her as a child like feeling things and it's just something about humans that like naturally we want to protect the young and we want to like you know like we have an attachment to that and I yeah think but also all... the psychology of how we've all been is a lot of our childhoods affect how we are when we are older so to understand yeah. a person you have to like talk about your childhood and you have to yeah. talk about what you've been through so you can truly understand someone and why they act the way they do so it makes a lot of sense yeah, for sure. And it's just cool that, that they start you off like that. In, um, and she's in, so uh, cute. She's so cute as a kid as well. She's so cute, yeah. I love when really she runs really down the stairs and she's like using her arm. <laughs> <It's> like, <"Hey." laughs> yeah. The, the, you were like, oh my God, she still does it when she's older. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's quite funny. But so did you good. say you had another game? Oh, I was just going to say that we played Sea of Thieves together. Oh, of course. Yeah. yeah. Straight off the back of a five-hour session of it last night. You know? Yeah. It's a fantastic game. It's so good. I was never like I I say this every episode. I like before this year I wasn't really into multiplayer games and and I'm like, "Oh wow, this um this episode's actually going to be full of multiplayer games." But um yeah. Sea of Thieves is fantastic because when I was younger, I've always wanted to be a pirate. I love parts of Caribbean. I yeah. always like I collected the little coin that he had from the first movie and like like had loads of little trinkets like that thinking, "I'm going to be a pirate and I'm going to be a badass pirate." And now in Sea of Thieves, you can be a badass pirate. Well, depending on how <laughs> how well you how do, things go. Yeah, I think after our session last night that we were badass pirates. Hundred percent, hundred percent. I think before that we were teething. You know, it was it. Yeah, we, we were, were just working yeah. our way out. But now, like last night, established us as as especially in just badass a sloop, pirates. just the two of us. We can we can handle ourselves. You know. Yeah. Although it's great. It's such a good game. Because there was there were so many things that happened. So so the thing that makes Sea of Thieves so unbelievably fantastic is the fact that it really truly is just such a completely unpredictable and fantastic experience every time you play it. You could go to an island and then all of a sudden you're being attacked by skeletons. You could go to an island and nothing happens. You could go to an island and there's nothing on the island and it's mm-hmm. just beautiful and you just walk around and you're trying to explore stuff or you go there and it's teeming with treasure and all these different things and there's all these different things to learn like mechanics wise and stuff. But mm-hmm. every single time I play it I've never had two identical experiences. Mm-mm. in the entire time i've had it and, and like and i've done so many sessions on it and there's so many different things that can happen and just just when you least expect things is when things just seem to happen so like yesterday yeah. for example we were sailing somewhere and we ended up seeing these guys that were like fighting some other people so we had ended up scooting on by i was trying to make friends they ended up shooting us we ended up outrunning them for about 20 minutes 
Yeah. Because once you get like it's the thrill of the chase. Once someone starts chasing you in your boat, you're like trying to go round rocks to get round them because because we only because there's only two of us at the moment. We only operate a sloop, which is a two-man ship, which is not the fastest but can turn the quickest. Like little intricacies like that, or like how to how to do things and like oh it's just so good and there's just so many different things and like all of a sudden i'm i'm in the sea everything's chill we're just grabbing some random loot that was left in the sea and then bang a skelly ship comes out from the depths like davy jones and we're like what is going on we're getting nailed we're like we're we're scooting along at the same time we're like oh my god like i can't i can't even focus on the steering because we're both like one of us is hauling out water the other one's trying to patch the bottom of the ship up we're being attacked at the same time we're like ah it's all just crazy like literal like as stereotypical as it is all hands on deck it's like oh my god everybody ban hatches get the get ready like load the cannons like do all these different things like and it's the way the mechanics work in the game make it it all so effortless and make it all so real so it all feels like realistic like but it doesn't feel like cumbersome or it doesn't feel like you know like for example um like you could you could easily make the the pulling of the strings like even more realistic and like ridiculously realistic and make it hard or whatever but they make everything like seamless but at the same time like you have to do like actual manual labor like you have to get down you have to like let down the sails you have to like point it towards the wind and keep an eye on that you have to steer and you have to like cook food to make sure that you're like replenished and then you have to drink your grog and get drunk because that's what you do as well. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's just it's real so life, fantastic. you know. <laughs> it's so fantastic. So we're we're in this battle that lasts three days with this ship, like three actual in game days, days, by the way. In game in game days, yeah. No, and life. and and it's we're scooting along the side of it, and and Katie shot every single like cannonball we've got it we've repaired our ship like you've never even known. Yeah, like, it's we been ran torn. out of cannonballs and wood, and we had to like jump off the aisle like we had to go to the nearest island jump off while they're still attacking us yeah. find more cannonballs and wood yeah. jump back on the ship while they're still attacking us what how our ship didn't go down i do not know nope. and then we had to repair it all real quick and like start shooting cannonballs like there was no tomorrow at it and it was just insane it was so and there's good. such an unbelievable sense of achievement in it like and, and, and that's they didn't even leave loot they didn't even yeah. leave anything yeah and but we, we were still, still were just, just... like yeah, but I I just mean the game as a whole. So like, there's yeah. a sense of achievement in every little thing. Like whether it's outrunning a megalodon or outrunning another ship or cashing in treasure or finding something cool and or or whether it's getting through a storm or like any of these amazing different things that they put into the mechanics. Like rare, like hats off to rare. They are such a fantastic developer, and yeah. they've created an amazing sandbox game that like it's weird because it's so slow paced when you play it for the first couple of times you're a bit like i don't really know what this is and it's like quite confusing at times and you're a bit like oh you know and it can almost seem like mundane but they're actually it's just so millions of miles away from mundane and when you sit for five hours when you sit and have a real session on it i don't think there's many games narrative multiplayer that can hold steady with it you know like i think it's honestly one of the most fun experiences i've ever had in video games yeah and it's it's fantastic multiplayer in the sense that like we used to play a lot of Fortnite with a lot of people just to hang out Mm. not for the game necessarily where this is like a good mixture of both where you can go and hang out with people but have a genuinely good fun gaming experience 
Yeah, and like yesterday, like Kaylee was was um, like sort of flirting with being busy, so we were like, oh, we'll we'll just go to this island and just check this out, and we'll just go to this island and check this out. And then suddenly you weren't busy, so we we're like, we'll go on an adventure and we'll go do something, and, and you got missions, or, or like you can go to different places, or you can check. Like we picked up a reaper's chest for the first time, and we're trying to get that to the right place, and like it's cool because you fit into these responsibilities and these roles. So like now we're this seamless team of I'm piloting the ship and Kaylee's going down and telling us where to go and what direction and then she's mm-hmm. coming up and turning the sails into the right way and all this kind of stuff and it's and it's just so good like yeah. you know I had the steering wheel on lock yesterday I'm shoveling water at the same time as patching the ship up whilst you're shooting cannons above and stuff it is like and as crazy as it sounds it is like when you're in it it's real you're there like there is yeah. no like there's no separation there's no like oh no like legit you are like oh god like you like almost want to put your hands on your head and be like what is happening like like and you're panicking you got to keep your cool like anything you can imagine with a real ship because it it's just so fantastic oh, yeah what a game for sure it's so good and just we need to make sure especially just because that totally skipped my mind that we we it, it talk about these multiplayer experiences you know and we and we talk about stuff we're doing online together because there's so many great stories and experiences that we have in them that are just well worth telling well worth talking about yeah, yeah. okay um anything else no i think you need to talk i've talked a lot i've played a lot of games since this uh mm-hmm. since since the last time we recorded this podcast so i completed okami that was Yay! That was, that was fantastic. Uh, that made me cry my eyes out, weirdly. Good. Like, totally didn't expect it. Like, of all the games, if you'd have asked me even probably about half an hour before it ended, like, is this game going to make you cry? I'd be like, nah, I like it, but it's not going to make me cry. And then all of a sudden, the music, the, the character development, the finale, like, what a video game. Like, and I don't give this moniker to many video games because there's a lot of 9.5s there's a lot of this that and the other this is a 10 out of 10 experience this is Mm -hmm. as good a video game as you can get for so many different reasons not only the fact that it's so old but the fact that you know it stands the test of time like it does but just genuinely even if you took it in a time capsule from when it was like it's just a 10 out of 10 video game it's so Um... good that's going to be the next podcast that's out is yes um gamers of the lost ark about yeah okami. so so next week uh you'll be you'll be hearing about um okami from from us mm-hmm. and our experiences and that so i will not digress too much onto it but yes what a fantastic experience in my top 10 games of all time straight away no problem that makes um, me happy another thing that i have completed is final fantasy 7 remake so yes. Final Fantasy VII Remake, something else I absolutely smashed out. Um, yeah. And again, this is in like in the same conversation. It's a 10 out of 10 video game. It is, there's so much to like about this game. There's the gameplay, the unbelievably beautiful like world, the unbelievably beautiful characters, both aesthetically, obviously. Mm-hmm. And uh, they are very, very beautiful in regards to their writing, their actual souls and the characters of the char- and the and the characteristics of the characters and the, the personalities. Sorry, that's what I was looking for there. That like yeah, for sure. th- they are it's, it, like as as much as it's like st- if you look at something like Final Fantasy, I think from the outside, you could easily see a character like Tifa and think, oh okay, you've got like a very stereotypically eye candy character that's that's built in a way that makes her re-aesthetically pleasing. But 
she isn't just that she is so so deep and there is such a connection between her and cloud and there's such an amazing relationship and she has such an amazing character just on her own and the same with with eris and the same with cloud even you know like they're they're all so amazing and so it's perfect characters and again i won't dive too much into it because it is another one that we're going to be doing on on uh on gamers of the lost ark with with uh me uh with chelsea um age of elves and with Phenexus, you know so i'm yes. going to be doing it with the three of them as well who will be joining you for the dragon age stuff so it's it's all it's all popping off it's all great but yeah it is it probably is more creeping into my top five top four games of all time because it has such emotional resonance with me because i have an attachment to the franchise because of my brother and my relationship with him so it's it's like it's it, again what we were talking about earlier on about having childhood memories and making it attach yourself to something like my childhood memories are of cloud and tifa and eris and barra and them all fighting and you know the world and all this kind of stuff and and shinra and it, but the game is so so aesthetically pleasing as well it's so beautiful the combat is fantastic and it was a game again a bit like what you were saying about dragon age or i said that you said about dragon age which is I had unbelievably high expectations to this game. I bought this. I bought um, Last of Us 2. I bought Ghost of Tsushima and another game all at the same time. And these are all epics, you know, and this is, again, in the wake of God of War, in the wake of Horizon, in the wake of Last of Us 2, and it is right up there with them. You know, it's mm-hmm. it's easily up there with them. It's I would say it's probably a better game than... Um, than horizon but like it's it's just oh what a, yeah what I, an I have to say experience. i like i'm an outsider and like as you said like you know from the outside if you don't know anything about final fantasy 7 you, you do look at these characters a bit like oh they're just very like anime looking and stereotypical but i watched you play the last few hours of it um mm. because and it wasn't even like consciously it was because you had it on yeah. and then i kept getting drawn to watching you play it and even I got emotionally attached to the characters by just watching the final few hours and I was like wow and it's an unbelievably beautiful game like unreal like it made me want to play it where before I was a bit like I don't know if I want to play this game because I know it's like a very nostalgia trip for a lot of people so I don't know if it would hit me the same but it made me want to play it yeah and it's because because it's the start it is the start of Final Fantasy 7 that it is you don't have to have like the nostalgia of the previous game or whatever mm-hmm. you like you can just come into it new and it's and it tells the same story there's so many of the same yeah. things like i only ever played the very very opening of the original original game but i went to my brother and was saying like hey this is happening now and he was like nah that's the same it's the exact same like it was all just like the same rolling story and he was like why change it you know because it is a, just a yeah. fantastic narrative but yes, what a game Final Fantasy VII Remake is. It is in my top five games of all time. It is so unbelievably fantastic. It's a 10 out of 10. I can't give it any higher, you know. I can't praise it enough. The only thing that I could even say that would slightly give it, make it five, not four, not in my top three games of all time, because I was thinking at one point this might be my best, it might be the best game I've ever played. Like this might be like in that kind of conversation, like the best game I've ever played. The only thing that holds it back is that it's not a complete story. It's only the start yeah. of a story. It's only the first chapter. It's like saying The Fellowship of the Ring is your favourite movie of all time. I find it very hard to say The Fellowship of the Ring would be my favourite movie of all time, but Lord of the Rings, 
the entire thing could certainly be my favorite movies of all time or whatever you know like so that's why i feel like it's it's hard to to give it that moniker of like let's say like a god of war or a last of us 2 where it's like although last of us 2 is a, a, a sequel but it's it's like it is its own self-contained story and stuff which is just unbelievably fantastic but yeah what a game what a game i can't express how fucking good that game is i also have been playing uh halo been playing plenty of halo halo is something that is a mechanical marvel it's brilliant it's got all of the things that made halo so amazingly great beforehand but with a nice new polish you know it is literally like your favorite toy being re-released or your favorite food being re-released but just modern you know and just mm-hmm. nice and just like every, it's got everything in it that's great and it's free and it's like you the narrative is coming out this week and i can't wait to play that and talk about that and how that's going to affect me i think that's going to be amazing um it's getting great reviews like i think as like game of the year if you include the the multiplayer like multiplayer and as good as the narrative seems to be like it's probably gonna be a lot of people's game of the year you know if you if if they include the two because quite often people separate those two which i think you shouldn't i think it's still part of the same game but like yeah halo is just perfect it's it's moreish it's like it's taken over sadly split gate which was you know my yeah split gate is great split gate is great and i really should go back to split gate at some point but it's just like i've only really got enough time with everything else to play one narrative uh, to play one multiplayer shooter really so Mm. i'm dedicating myself to halo because it's just so good this the sound design is absolutely beautiful it runs really really well on the fact that i've got an older xbox i've only got an xbox one s or whatever it is so i can't wait like we're now saying that's an older xbox it's insane to say really yeah no, that's a, a little that's bit a... a little bit i understand like i have an xbox series x and i'm like i still think xbox one is like like still a bit like newer because i think i just went from xbox 360 to an xbox series x so sometimes yeah. i get a bit like oh my god the xbox one is so new <laughs> and i'm like wait no it's not yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah you're a generation ahead now which is yeah. crazy but yeah so I, i'd love to like play halo on your series x and see how sharp and nice and, and stuff mm-hmm. it is on there you know especially graphically and stuff but yeah what that's just a fantastic fantastic game that i'm absolutely loving and last thing that i'll stop off on as we approach 40 minutes and we've not even gotten into the main segment of the podcast is i um i I know it's got terrible reviews but i had a good old sing song playing san andreas um going back in in uh in 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 better graphics i love the soundtrack on san andreas i could just literally drive around the first island singing my heart out like kaylee does so well know um (laughs) the yeah i mean just what a what a, a lovely nostalgia trip and experience that is i hope that it gets fixed um in a lot of ways uh but just for me all i wanted to do was go on there and just whack on k rose whack on radio x and just scoot down the outside of the or go around the island and just do laps singing my heart out you know it's just like fantastic. I, I legit have to say that we were sitting there you were stressed about something like you were just genuinely like stressed and you're like i don't know what to play because i'm feeling stressed he just cranked over that and literally was just singing his heart out like proper proper like singing at the top of his lungs just driving around almost like it was like a driving sim (laughs) and it was very funny for me but it legit calmed him down so i was just like look if you know if anyone's gotten anything from those remakes you've gotten therapy yeah yeah (laughs) this this that game has a particular place in my heart you know real serious like place in my heart because it's just it is 
a they're classics they are classics but San Andreas particularly was a game that for me like I just found a lot of escapism in when I was young it was always something that I could just drive around in I used to do the exact same thing as I do now I used to just drive around the island stinging my heart out listening to music taking it easy watching where I go by almost (laughs) Mm -hmm. but yes okay Mm -hmm. so we move on to that is what we uh, our boss story for for this week Um, we will be obviously trying to record these a little bit more um, frequently so we're not in a position where we're, we've got too much to talk about uh, in, yeah. in one go. But we'll move on to the middle segment, which is our gaming top fives. So this week we are talking about a game that we've played quite some time ago now, but we played it together. And that mm. is the amazing, amazing It Takes Two. So we're going to break down basically our top five things about It Takes Two. Yeah. Um uh, will be it gameplay story whatever whatever we whatever our top five favorite things about gaming about uh, it takes two are so we'll uh t- do we take it in turns yeah i have a feeling we're gonna have overlapping things but yeah it'll natural be natural isn't it yeah. natural for sure um yeah do you want sure. me to start yeah go for it okay so my um my first one is just gameplay Mm-hmm. um and i've written this slash abilities so the I gameplay that, yeah. the gameplay in this game is just unbelievably fantastic it is a thrill ride from start to finish it is diverse it is different it takes amazing things from so many different gaming places it's almost like a love letter to a lot of games in a lot of ways yeah. like you know there's so much grappling from you know uncharted or you know all these different things that you can imagine in it that oftentimes you know spider-man or whatever you can imagine is 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 uh or mario there's so much in this game that's like little love letters to different things and and it's it's so unbelievably fantastic at creating teamwork and like showing how each one of you could have different pluses and minuses which again feeds into the narrative of the relationship of like how one person could be really good at one thing and one person could be not as good or might need the other person in a certain way but then the other person might need the other person back in another way and it's just like fantastic and all the different abilities they give you from the nail gun to the exploding honey to like mm-hmm. being able to do one of the coolest ones was the magnets and all this different stuff so like please can you fire in if, if any of the favorite abilities that you have and stuff as well yeah I, I wrote down the mechanics as my number one, so this ties very much into it. Um, So, like everything you said, um, every level is different. So the mechanics for every level is different. Like, each level has different mechanics to the next, so it's never repetitive, which is something mm-hmm. I really enjoyed. Because um, it's not like, say crash bandicoot which like obviously is just a, like a top favorite but you know with crash bandicoot he can jump and he can like spin around and stuff but he can do yeah. that from every single level you know with this it's very diverse very very cool um so yeah very similar to what you said there's just really really cool things um and then uh, like specifically i remember the music um level where yeah. she could That's sing super cool yeah um, and what was his thing? I, I just remember because I was I was I cursed. So I was, was like, I can't remember what his was on the music uh, one. Per Cody, per Cody, we're not. <laughs> I just I her name is May as well, isn't she? The yeah. wife. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's just. I was like, am I getting the games mixed up? But no, her name is May. Um, yeah. I can't I remember what remember Cody had at that point. I remember the time one was probably my favorite, where you could reverse time and spin yeah. time forward. So there was this moment where cool. like 
there's a lot of epic moments and scenes in this game. There's one particularly where there's something blowing up. But as it's blowing up, you're kind of like because it's very like you're you're shrunk into tiny toys. So the whole thing is very the borrowers. It's very like, um, honey, I shrunk the kids. You know that kind yeah. of thing. Uh, it's it's like that. So you, you end up being in a scenario where everything is large in comparison to yourself. But you you're like something's exploding, and I had to like slow down the explosion to allow mm-hmm. Kay to jump from different points and myself to jump from different points and then like as i would like speed time up or reverse it it would like you know as you can imagine something like imploding or exploding it was just like imploding and exploding at my will and stuff which was so cool like, there's but so it's really interesting because i didn't like that level so much because i was may and her ability was to clone herself yeah and be able to like declone herself with transport kind of thing and i found that quite tricky at the time and you really like the the ability to change yeah time but i was like i didn't like that level as much and i think Mm -hmm. that's just really cool because there's certain things may will do in certain levels that i'll enjoy and you might be like oh like that what you were saying you're like i can't remember what he did in the music level but i remember it being um quite good for may yeah where we we have different experiences almost yeah and it's got that replayability so you could easily go through it again the opposite way around and have just as yep. much fun i think like it is there's yep. there would be there'll be no difference another one that sticks out in my mind is when you go tiny or big um mm. for me where i would go like tiny or i have to go big and push a big button or i'd go tiny and go inside and like place a battery in the right place and then at that same time kaylee had these like space boots and could like walk up the side of buildings and stuff which was yep. so cool it's just like every single time a new bit, piece of the level started you'd always think what's going to be next like what is the thing that's next and 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 that's what they've done so perfectly that's what they've done so well in this game is that like it is just constantly fresh constantly good and, mm-hmm. I, and i think from a gameplay point of view again when I, I like to always be like oh you know my top 10 my top fives and that's like something is that's less so like uh, you know listen to me but more so like a my ultimate moniker of respect of something if, if, if i put it into that category you know and this game is in my top three to five games of gameplay just gameplay like like it's so like that everything there's nothing that's clunky there's nothing like with all the stuff they've got going on as well all the different mechanics all the like the different um things that you would need for like uh physics and everything like it just all works so well and there's all these super cool moments that just create this unity and the fact that it feeds into the storyline in the perfect way like oh what a game it is for gameplay like i just i can't even explain it enough how smooth it is as well like from the jumping at the start to like you know even the jump and the boosting and or like how floaty you are as characters and all this kind of stuff and like the running and it oh it's just it really is like a true honest in my opinion gaming like gameplay masterpiece for sure i agree is there anything else particularly gameplay wise because i think this for me is like one of the strongest things that sticks out to you it is but i have other like it'll be incorporated into some of the oh okay points, cool so. yeah yeah so so yeah like again that's point number one for me and and for you kaylee like point number one is just this the gameplay in this game is utterly fantastic and of course you play the game for anybody who doesn't know at this point you play the game in tandem we played this together it is split screen the split screen is beautifully cut it is you know horizontal it's a uh, vertical sorry vertical split screen which is just great and it works perfectly the entire time but it flips horizontal sometimes at different times when it has to um which is cool but yeah uh what what a fantastic fantastic game this is um yeah. and yeah I, sure. I just just love the entire time um anyway your your second one 
uh, I have the comedy. Um, mm. Because I think the story is nothing unique and the actual storyline, you can never turn around and be like, this is the best story game you've ever played. No. Like the story is just very like chill. It's very much just like, oh, these parents are like getting divorced and the kid doesn't want it to happen. And all of a sudden a spell happens and then the parents are turned into dolls. Um, yeah. And you're kind of like, yeah, whatever. There's like nothing brilliant about that. But the comedy, the use of comedy in this game is fantastic. And I think makes up for the lack of unique storytelling. Yeah. Because... I would say that I'm a bit finicky when it comes to comedy. Like, I, I'm very weird about, like, I don't li- li- look at stand-up comedy. And, like, mm-hmm. when people... Like, this is so funny. I tend to be, like, I prefer natural comedy. Like, when people make funny, like, you know, or w- witty jokes and stuff. But I just found this was very, very funny. Um, To the, like, little things like Dr. Hakim, the book, who's supposed oh. to be some weird Mexican um hybrid voice or hybrid accent but he's just so funny and he's just always appearing and putting like obstacles in their way to try and make them fall in love and it's like hilarious to there's certain levels that there's just some things that are just so funny like the squirrels there's a Mm -hmm. level where there's squirrels and the squirrels are acting like they're in the army and it was just hilarious it was really really funny their covert operation (laughs) yeah like it's almost like watching like a weird like spy movie or something yeah that's it yeah and then like they're and the squirrels are acting really really tough and hardy and i think it's very ironic because they're squirrels and squirrels are normally like oh my god run um Mm. so it was very funny and then to like even the use of like little basic things like household items where like the first boss in it is a hoover that they had put (laughs) away and it's supposed to be the idea that may was supposed to fix the hoover or she told Cody to fix... No, May was supposed she to fix supposed the to Hoover. She was supposed to fix it, yeah. But, Co- but she was like, oh, I wouldn't have to fix it if you hadn't blocked it up because you were hoovering up like crazy stuff. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they, but then the Hoover ends up com- like coming to life and being really angry at them and he ends mm-hmm. up being one of the bosses because he's like, you never looked after me! And you're just yeah. like, what? <laughs> it's like, it's a Hoover. Um, or a vacuum for anyone who doesn't know who a Hoover is. It's a vacuum. Um, yes yeah yeah we we forget we have the same kind of lingo going mm-hmm. on but um and then all of the infamous elephant uh situation which i'm sure i'm not sure if you're ever going to mention it but yeah that was yeah hilarious. yeah for sure like there's, there's just it. it's, it, that's that's like that that is like uh and as much as i, I don't want to spoil it i will talk about it to a degree or talk around yeah. it but that's just like it 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 varies from like slapstick to like you know sort of dark comedy at times to also like quippy between the two of them like they get quite kind of like you know that that you said about you like you like kind of like witty natural stuff like there's quite a lot of stuff where it's like you know oh hey you know i can't think of one off the top of my head but it's just kind of like oh well that leaves you out then cody you know stuff like that you know like just little like things like that that would just make you think like oh that's funny or they're like giving each other a dig but it's in like a funny way and it's just like there's loads of it's really organic in that way i think and it's really really cool and that just again it blends together ever really really nicely in that way for sure i definitely agree with you that the comedy is really good and there's still to this day like and this is this something that's always really good like any video game that sticks with you any video game that like you think about or is incorporated in your life albeit that you buy a toy of it or it just ends up being something that every time someone says a certain thing you just remind it or hear, hear a song or whatever but like me and katie still to this day are like you know to fix your relationship and all this or we say yeah. these stupid things to each other or like compatibility or whatever you know what, what else was yeah. it you, you keep saying it you, you like, do it to me a lot don't you cooperation yeah <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. yeah that's supposed to be dr hakeem 
yeah. the weird book that like some weird Mexican book yeah. of love. Yes. I, it's just even ridiculous to say that we just laugh about when we're like trying to explain it to people. That that's hilarious. Yeah, for sure. But he's he is like it's just one of those things that just sticks with you in that way and the comedy is great, you know, and it's and it's well timed and it's not like especially for something that could so easily be this, it's not awkward or janky or like there's no can you like it's natural enough that you don't need canned laughter you know like yes. if you if you ever watch friends without the cans laughter it's just oh it's just like the worst really? you've ever watched yeah like don't don't ever watch friends without the canned laughter oh, i love it, friends too much it, i don't think i could do that so oh, it kill it kills it dead but when like because there's a really funny thing where you know when ross is talking about the sandwich um, yeah and it, it's really funny when he's talking about sandwich because because of the canned laughter that when you take the canned laughter out, he sounds like just a psychopath <laughs> just talking <laughs> about a sandwich. It's great. It's great. But like it, it doesn't need that. It's got like enough. It's got like enough comedy in it and it's well timed and it's not like icky or it's not like it doesn't make you feel like you have to be like, oh, ha ha ha. Like, but there's like been that. genuine times like you know there was that one moment that Ryan I've never seen Ryan cry with laughter so much at a video game <laughs> and look at him go now there's just this one scene that uh, he genuinely just <laughs> cried laughing at, and I was there going this is terrible this is it's awful so like funny. this shouldn't be happening it's and so Ryan, Ryan turned around and was like I think this is the best thing that's ever happened to me in video I think, games I think and I was like oh be... this is horrible that's one of the funniest like just the funniest moments just in anything let alone in gaming like the just the whole elephant scene and the way it plays out and how dark it is and everything which is it is that scene is one of my five so we'll just segue mm. onto another one of my five which is that scene um you know i'll keep it as spoiler free as possible but it ends up being the the you you have to do something that you don't necessarily that wouldn't be necessarily a great thing to do in the eyes of a child um and you know even in the eyes of an adult but it was so funny (laughs) and it was so well timed and there was such a build to it like you build the whole level to that moment and then when the moment happens the voice of the elephant the way they play the whole thing out it is just perfect they make you feel really horrible about yourself for doing this thing it's so funny it's so and i felt genuine guilt like i was like i can't do this i can't do this and you have to you just have to do it it's and Ryan so just absolutely it's wetting himself laughing. Like, and and I think it, it depends in like what your kind of humor is. But like, dark humor for me has always been something I would quite like. Like, I you know I like South Park. I like um, when things walk a line, but are also like sort of pointing out something as as being like you know and, and like Rick and Morty do it a lot. There's a lot of dark humor in Rick and Morty, like where it's like, oh no, like that poor guy or whatever. But it's almost I... funny at the same time. I agree, and I'm quite. I can be kind of similar, but I think it's the fact that because it, the repercussions of the action you are doing really affects your child in the game. And I was <laughs> earlier that <laughs> the whole thing is when you. <laughs> he's like. <laughs> it's so terrible it's just awful like it's like almost like think of like you never want to hurt your child or make them cry or anything like that but you have to do this in the game to like accomplish something and i felt just so awful and ryan just keeps bursting at laughing and i'm like oh god um <laughs> oh it's so good it's so brilliantly constructed it's such a perfect moment of just like it's so wrong it's so so wrong but it's so funny because they're like you know ah. Oh, 
God. Anyway, if if you if you aren't inspired to play this game um, at all by the end of this top five from both of us, please just just type in elephant moment in in. Um, it takes two. It, it takes two, and and just you know, it may not be a thing, of course, because there's loads of people who find different things funny. But particularly if you like any kind of dark humor, like that is just ugh, like even just four of it, like just cracks me right up. It is just, it's so wrong. It's so there's so much that build to it, and it's so great. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, that's another one of mine. So do you want to do another one of yours? <laughs> <laughs> I gotta segue into I had actually put down Rose the Child as being like one of my top five loves of the game because I don't think you're well, gonna be able of, to take this because, seriously because of our dark humour about it that we'd be no I was gonna time. say that they do such a good job in making us feel so bad for the kid during the whole time <laughs> yeah. and I feel terrible maybe I shouldn't have put this next because you're just gonna laugh at <laughs> this poor child he's going through her parents getting divorced <laughs> Oh. And you have to do terrible things to like, you know, you know, make her cry. I don't think this is too much of a spoiler, but you have to at some point make her cry. And you, that's what like there's times where you have to like do things and it's horrible. It's just gross. And you're just like, oh, my God. But the the kid is like the essence of purity. Like she is just yes. an angelic little child. She like really empathetic and caring about her parents. So when her parents get turned into dog, although he's still laughing. Um <laughs> <laughs> it's only because it's, it's literally because throughout the entire game and i'm only thinking of moments during the game there's so, so as her parents get turned into wooden dolls it's not as if they physically get turned into wooden dolls their actual like souls leave them and get turned into wooden dolls right so their lifeless bodies are still operating in the house like they're just yeah, uh, but they're, uh, a- they're acting spaced out or asleep or asleep they're either just yeah. asleep or they're not looking at her and there's all these times where like she walks into the room and she says something really cute like oh dad like you know your favorite show's on or whatever like it's not that but it's similar to that yeah and then they just give and her nothing like really caring it's, caring yeah, considerate yeah. stuff for a child to and do it, to be like oh i found your favorite thing or like i yeah. made you food or i've done this like things that she's really gone out of her way because she's like i really want to bring my family back together yeah that's and it they and they just ignore her yeah and she <laughs> <laughs> and she's like because... oh mum like when you wake up you're gonna really like this and like put something on the side next to her and walks away but the thing that obviously i'm laughing at now isn't you know the horrific treatment of the child it's the fact that me and kaylee would just make a joke of it every time we'd be like wow this like because because as much as we were doing all this stuff to like get back to the point where the family get back together and like the actual like gameplay we're doing was bringing the parents back together as a couple and everything there was just this like horrible like experience we're like this kid's gonna be traumatized forever like it just yeah. like just going through the house and she's like just weathering it all so well like every time of time you just think wow this kid can't take any more and like even yeah you know it's, it's just it, it's true like again to use what i was saying earlier on about having a child as the the anchoring point of narrative is really good but yeah like the reason i was giggling so much Adam, was because yeah as as gross as some of the stuff is it's quite like almost deadpan in the way that she talks to them yeah. and stuff and like she like leaves something on the side and they're quite like deliberate in it that's the only kind of bit like where it's like you know she'd be like oh oh okay then and then walks off and then me and kaylee are just like you know making a joke of it in that moment because it's a bit like laugh or cry but like you know it, it's it was just it is great and yeah, it's great because... that they have that as like an anchoring point every time of the narrative you know yeah, because like as I said, the story in general is like nothing fantastic, but no. I feel like that character, the child, like she's just really well written to make you feel so bad for what is going on. Yeah. 
like and they just do such a good job so you're either laughing or you're nearly crying religion yeah, so <laughs> for sure for oh sure. gosh um, my next thing is like and I, and I i sort of dove into it a tiny bit but it's scale so like the scale of things like the world's size in comparison to you and stuff is like really cool like like in regards to taking on things like teddies like is or the or was it moon monkey is one of the enemies that, moon that you take on moon baboon that you take on is what is one of the enemies and like the hoover and stuff and like being able to like actually shoot yourself in through one of the tubes of it and all this kind of stuff or skating on different things or like i said about going small and going big like there's so much scale to it all that like mm. makes it so cool because it, they don't ever like over overdo it or like whatever else they just like work with it really really well where like you know you are toys and you are small and there are things that are scary to you when you're that size like a mole for example that they like use things like that to like because it's that kind of you know like honey i shrunk the kids suddenly an ant is terrifying but like you know there's things like that in it where the scale is just really really cool and they work with it really really well like even at the bits where you were like uh sort of flying through space and stuff and jumping on the pillows and all this kind of stuff like it's just really really cool and they do it really really well there's just all all sorts of different stuff they do with scale that makes it so fantastic in the game so i had to mention that as well because it's just something that like you know just i don't know just stands out to me as being like there's lots of moments where i was like oh this is so cool that like you know we're this size and this is going on and this is something that's like that's happening you know or even when you go into like the ball pit and stuff or you like you go to like the 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 toy room for the first time you go around on the little toy train and all these little things like it's just that scale of like i guess to liken it it's like toy story like when you go to toy story and like everything the world around woody and buzz is like uh almost an obstacle within itself because it's so big you know like when when woody's sort of like used like hanging on the back of a car or something and all these different things are going on or like has to watch out for things because it's like the the human world around you is actually like has its own personality and stuff or when you particularly for me just off the top of my head is when you go up to the tree like when you go up on top of the tree and you find the squirrels like before that mm -hmm. just the scale of the tree and how big it is and how like small may and and uh cody are yeah yeah cool your next one yeah mine kind of goes off the back of that where i have down the art style and level design is mm -hmm. just beautiful like really yeah. really pretty so like as you said there is little there's different levels have different um aspects to it so like one level could be the garden and it's just unbelievably beautiful so it's like these plants are towering over you and um you know the music level where you have like the little paper clips that are like throwing a concert and stuff and it's just like strobe lights and stuff glow very sticks. pretty oh sorry yeah they're glow sticks not paper clips yeah, yeah. but you know it could have worked it yeah worked, the same but... thing yeah, just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and also you know the level where you are flying around and you're trying to get the is it the keys i can't re i think i could be crossing that with harry potter a little bit but you know um is it do you remember the cloud level right you have to go into the kind of snow globe area and get like yeah. move the clouds around and stuff i just remember that being super pretty yeah. um 
So when you're in, when you're in the actual airplane as well and you're escaping yes. things is super cool because there's two different responsibilities you have in that as well. But like yeah. the way that things, I, I understand what you're trying to say with the with the the way that things flow and the way that the yeah. like the levels like play out around you and move and stuff. There's no like, it's not you're never hampered or anything. It's all really smooth and great and like there's never a moment where like because there's a lot of like really dynamic splitting up and different moments where you're doing you're doing completely different things that so easily like i've done it before with like uh when i played lots of the the two player games with luke and stuff where like you know how like let's say for example like lego star wars like you've got a character that you have to use the force to lift another character up right yeah but that person is literally just like uh uh every time and it's just lifting that's all they're doing is just like you know using the force just to lift a platform up rather than every time you have to split up and do different things you feel a real sense of like responsibility and there is like a flow to the level where like every person every part you're getting to and stuff like feels reliant on the other person and stuff and that like creates like a a real um like the level design is just amazing because you look at something yeah. and you think how are we going to get around that and then like you, the way that you do is just really effortless and there's no loading screens or anything like that's great for sure. And yeah, and like, oh, I love it. It's so good. I'm just thinking, it's just so pretty. Like, it's a genuine, yeah. like, if you haven't seen any, like, um, gameplay or anything to do, it takes you just Google it because it's just very pretty. Yeah. Like, it's an actual, like, masterpiece of art. Yes, definitely. Um, and there's, well, and I do. Oh, sorry. Keep going. There's just so many moments in it that are really beautiful moment, like moments of art, and and that because like I was on about with the scale, it could be that it's beautiful because you're in a garden, or it's beautiful because you're in a tree, or it's beautiful because you're in a playset, or it's beautiful because you're in a ball pit, or whatever else. Like these different places you go to, and it, that's what makes it so fantastic. Is or when they go inside the snow globe and they play the the narrative of when they got to know each other to begin with, and all this kind of stuff. Like you know, you can make snow angels on the floor and it's just like yeah. the, there is just this beauty to it and it's just in a really nice engine and looks really, really nice as well yeah for sure and i do like the diversity in the sense that when you start off like there's certain areas you have to go into that are like just you shrunk down say in their garden in their house and you have to get over household objects and stuff like that but then you get into a more fantasy element yes. of it like you said with they go into a snow globe and they revisit they're all seeing of, you know, of how mm. they met, like their first date, I think it was. And um, other things like, like that just are more fantasy. Yeah, but it's like what they do is they ground it in real life. So as opposed to you start in real life and take on the real life Hoover, then you go into the snow globe, which is like a, a physical representation of when they went. It's a souvenir and then suddenly you're mm -hmm. inside it. So it's like Hakeem puts you wherever you need to be to remind you of different places. That's why she ends up bringing the grandfather clock or whatever it is, which is the thing that explodes and you put back together in the thing mm -hmm. I was on about earlier on. Like there's lots of that stuff like representation where like you may not actually be somewhere that's like, uh realistic in regards to like but it has it, it actually is something at the same time it is something that that has resonance to them but takes them back to that place or whatever like almost like being able to go back into family photos and be able to yes. you know go through that time and replay it and then come back out as or whatever it's cool yeah but they also yeah, do yeah, cool sure. things like when you go into the snow globe the town is full of people but it's not like real people it's like they use like almost like little characters to be the real people. paper clips <laughs> yeah that's it like paper clips there's, or whatever i don't think there's any paper clips no, in no. there that i'm thinking about it but some of them look like it so i'm gonna yeah. stick with paper clips yeah definitely no worries that's my thing is that what number is that for you because i've got two more i have one more 
Okay, cool. Um, and that's because yours crossed from mine anyway, isn't it? So yeah. my next one is there's these little moments, and I'm not sure if this is your last one, but there's these little moments where you play against each other. And that it is, is kind of yes. A oh, is it? So, so, so I'm gonna bl- I'm gonna blend my last two together really here because it's the 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 like my last my last two because they are so interlinked is that like it's connectivity it's the fact that it creates a connection between you and your actual whoever you're playing with in real life it could easily be a family member it could be a friend it could be anyone you play with and that you have a responsibility of like when you're talking to each other in real life you're like oh hey put this here or hey do this here and it creates this teamwork and this connectivity between the two of you where it's just like cool there's so many great payoffs and achievements and being like oh nice like nice one you got me out of that or like oh great good thinking or you're like walking around there's a bit of a puzzle and you're like oh what's going on you've got to think together and it creates this connectivity which is great and like that is then they put you in a scenario where particularly if you're playing it as a couple or if you're playing it as two people that like really really know each other and get along like they put these little gameplay moments in where it's just like you can do little tiny mini games that are against each other like albeit race each other or you've got to try and do like a like almost like a foosball table or these different things you do with each other and that you can like have these little moments where you suddenly you're pitted against each other but they do it in such like an organic way where it's like all of a sudden like may will be like right we're gonna race and then like it's plays this intense music and you're both like absolutely trying you trying you like you're absolutely hard it's like oh my god i just absolutely have to beat you and like kaylee absolutely ruined me throughout most of the game like she just she done so well she done really really well which you know to my competitive we're quite competitive we're competitive so if i didn't like i think yeah that was part of what i was going to say as well uh, of my point is that it 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 feeds into whether what no matter what style or of person you are like we're both competitive people and mm. you have the option to play those mini games but you can easily avoid them if yeah. you're not a competitive people because i know there's like other couples who say one person's really competitive and that like the other person's not and it can be upsetting yeah. more so than anything else and it's just it's just different styles isn't it mm. but so i liked that i wasn't forced yeah. It wasn't a forced thing you had to do and it was just very nice and it was very small. It was like you didn't get too into it. It wasn't like, say, a Mario Kart or Crash Team Racing where you have to do full-on levels yeah. of like against each other. But it was just a nice little... Yeah, and 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 quite often it was like got you from A to B, or like you know done different things like that, or like it was just on like the side of a level where you could just do something, and then they'd like finish it up, and they'd always just like say a little quip to each other, and then run off, and then I'd always be like, oh for God's sake, or whatever, and like yeah, because I always won, so. But yes, yes, you did win a lot. But yeah, yeah. It, as you as you can see with our final segment, we love having a bit of competition with each other. We love pit, being pitted against each other and doing different things against each other. So that played into us as well, which was great. And I just think like that connectivity and teamwork that it represents and like it does everything that Hakeem says. It creates connectivity. It, it creates communication. It creates like, you know, connection and and and. You know, cooperation whatever. don't forget cooperation That's yeah cooperation um maybe if you you're playing it with someone who isn't your lover it won't cre- it won't create passion but it, no. like, it, it... <laughs> it might but yeah it's just like it's it does so well in, in like hitting those beats and hitting those things and and does those things very very effortlessly and is in such a way in which you could so easily in so many other games that are co-op get frustrated with people but they do it in such a way where they've really thought about making sure that people don't fall out playing this game 
yes. making sure that people yeah, yeah. don't over rely on each other and there's this thing where it's like oh what are you doing or whatever like you like how did you mess that up or whatever else like and and sure like you know if, if you're playing with someone and they're shouting you like that they're they're the toxic person it's not the game but like it's it's the... no but it make it, it does make sense because i have this written down too is that it was it's like probably one of the best co-op experiences i yeah. had uh with a game because they have it just done so strategically that it's challenging but never mm -hmm. so hard that you get frustrated at the other yeah. person and that's rare that's a hard thing to do so fair play to the people who made this game because that would really take a lot of effort to try and think that up and yeah. make it work that way um you know and then another good element and i wasn't even sure if putting this as one of my like my options was the fact that you can't necessarily die yes is very good because you know what the way you were saying with say lego star wars is that like Although, no, in Lego Star Wars, you just kind of respawn, don't you? No, you don't really die. Yeah, you, you end up losing all your health, though, or you lose different bits of health. And there's certain, like, it, but there, I see what you're saying. There's certain, like, games where once you die, you die, you're out, and you've got to rely on the yes. other person or whatever else. Is that, yeah, there was moments in this where you reset and you have to do a little heart thing or whatever. But... That was only in the bosses, though. Yeah, that's only in the Which bosses. Which makes total sense, really. Yeah. But the rest of the game, like, if you fall off a cliff or you if you die or get trampled on or something, you will respawn. And it doesn't matter about your health bar. Like, there's no health bar. So it's really good in that way. Yeah, and, and it, like, it promotes mistake-making on purpose to try things. Like, so you, you try something, you die, you go, oh, okay, I'm not supposed to jump off this then. Or, yes. oh, I, I can't make that jump. We have to go, we have to do something that connects the two of us to be able to go around and do these things. Or there's something mm -hmm. co-op here that needs to do this. But it's that's something that I have to say, is that if anyone's playing this uh, or listening to this podcast, sorry, and you have a partner the, or, or a friend or whatever who isn't necessarily Mr. or Mrs. or, 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 uh, or whatever video game, like, you haven't got to worry about... Yeah like accessibility because this game really is like it's playable for anybody and that's really really good and that's what i mean by the gameplay being so smooth and stuff is yes it does challenge you yeah. at times there is there is moments but as it only ramps up as it goes along um and even if you suck or even if you keep falling off the side or you keep doing these different things like as opposed to mario when you play mario two player and one of you gets left behind if the other one goes on ahead and is better this is like no this is like if you die you don't lose all your health and you have to just sit and wait for the other person to finish level like that's that's it really cares about the players and it's really really well thought out in that way which is really cool mm -hmm. yeah for sure that was actually my last point um was just that the call-up was phenomenal the actual mm -hmm. co-op aspect is phenomenal so yeah for a game that is that it's it's very much it embodies the so for every like every co-op experience you have like albeit like I, the stuff i've done like i've played mario two player with people or i've played like mario kart two player or i've like um played halo like each one of those things have uh inadequacy or have like a, a a part of it where it's like oh wow this part's great when we're doing this but this part isn't like driving the warthog together is great because one of you shooting and one of you's driving but then there's other points where like someone's way behind in the level and you've gone ahead and stuff like that but like it doesn't have any weakness in its co-op there is no weakness it is perfect it is just the perfect cooperative experience it's short it's sweet it overstays is welcome only ever so slightly at the end i think but that's only from a narrative point of view but like yeah. get gameplay wise there's not a single moment even to the last click of the x that i thought i'm not enjoying this 
And that's mm-hmm. ne- that was never the case. And there was never a moment yeah. where I thought, there was never, never a moment until I clicked that last X as well, where I thought, oh, well done me for doing that because I got us through that. It was like, no, we done that as a team. And yeah, we used to high five and everything. Yeah, literally yeah, like, like real really... life high five. And that's and that's yeah. when you know a game's great. That's why I usually say when me and Luke used to do the Pixie Partner app and we used to do the the co-op games is when me and him would actually connect in real life about it. That's when you know that it's a fantastic, fantastic co-op video game you're going to play. And for me, like I wrote it in, in my last point as well about the connectivity is that it's always going to have a special place in my heart, this game, because it's the first co-op game i've ever played with you as well yeah and something that like for us and our relationship and everything is like amazing because you know we were able to experience that together for the first time and and you know as gaming couple you know mm-hmm. um which is just fantastic and will always stick with me that as well. is very true yeah. that is very true because i never thought of it from the point of view that like most co-op games are made for like oh i'm jumping on cod with the lads kind yes. of thing where yeah. this is like very much for like for people you know closely but it can be like for couples specifically for sure um and just people who have a deep relationship whether that be romantically or not it's that's what this game is for and it's great 100 percent um cool that is our gaming top five for this week um anything else no that was it no no that's it so the only thing I've got to add on the end of that is if you haven't played it, it takes two. Play it takes two. Uh, don't leave it to be discounted. The people who make this game deserve the money. They're people who care about people. They're people who care about the game they make. And, you know, you spend probably as much as it would cost on it takes two on like one DLC for another game. Or, or It's also like on Game Pass at the moment. Is it? Seriously? It is. Yeah, it's oh, on wow. Game Pass at the moment. Wow, that's fantastic. Game we Pass. literally just missed the window. So Ryan bought it on the PlayStation 4 and yeah. we literally finished it as it came to Game Pass. Game Pass. But yeah. I can't imagine it will be on Game Pass for a long time. So yeah, yeah. if you have Game Pass, go play it on Game Pass. But otherwise, yes, buy it. It's very yeah. good. It's and very it, worth and it. It's, it really is worth it. And, it, and it. and it's one of the first games as well that I have to say feels like a next generation game as well. It feels like yes, it's it's like next gen or it's been made for this generation, like PlayStation 5, Xbox Series X generation, as opposed to you know the previous generations, even though we did play it on PlayStation 4, which it ran very well on as well. Um, yes, it did okay yeah so that's the my parting gift is play it takes two it is fantastic absolutely fantastic like what an experience what an amazing game and i'm so happy that we've managed to have this conversation and be able to get through it and let it out because now we can talk about it whenever we want and all that kind of stuff and it just makes me Mm -hmm. very excited because it's just it really is a masterpiece that game masterpiece for sure um and i don't think actually if i'm right as i as i glance at my top 25 games of all time i don't think it's on there you don't think so? And I think it should be. So that's interesting. It's just might not have been that I thought about that when I made my top 25 list. But anyway, that is a conversation for another time. We move on to the last segment, which is Rye versus Ginger Nut. Yeah. And this week is something that has been stressing me out for some time now because many of the tunes that I'm about to hum to you come to me. But I've not been able to hum them even when we've been on a call or anything else because I've had to wait until we had to do this podcast because otherwise you would have heard them before and know what I'm on about. So this is, guys, I have to say, I don't know what's going on here. So because Ryan never tells me what's about to happen. Yes. So I just come into this as blind as you you people. I just plan these (laughs) and and we crack on. Um, Yeah. 
so yes this is if i lose uh, it's probably sabotage by the way again it's best of best of five first to three okay if you get them wrong or guess wrong on your first guess then it's a point to me and if not then it's a point to you i have made them friendly this time i may not make them as friendly next time okay so So, just to clarify you're gonna hum a tune and i just have to guess what it is mm -hmm. okay cool that's it it's a gaming tune as well so i as you know it's something i would hope so (laughs) Yeah, it's not be gonna be, it's not gonna be like a, a breakfast jingle or something you know? <laughs> Bre- <laughs> breakfast cereal jingle or something random you know <laughs> yeah and it's not and i've not gone as like far as being like oh wow that's the uh that's actually the background music of the place in the elevator and control control or something like that you know like it's not like as crazy as that so it, i am going with something that's quite obvious this time um and what if your humming is just so bad that i can't recognize? then that's a part and parcel that's a part and parcel that's Terrible. a part of the game you know? okay, well... But I won't hum badly on purpose. I promise I will try and give okay. it some kind of... Uh, I will lend it in some way to the original thing. Although, for sure, I will not come anywhere close to uh, how how great some of these songs are. Okay. okay. So, number one. <clears throat> <laughs> I hope I don't laugh during the whole thing. <laughs> number one is... What's not going well is that Discord cuts out some of it. Oh no, really? Yeah. So, so in that case, then, then unmute Discord and, and uh, uh, mute Discord and um, go on to. Although, will you be able to mute my audio on Discord? Yeah, mute yeah. Discord and then go on to Clean Feed and, and go and and do it. Cool. Um, exactly. What? Where are we to? Okay. Okay, just talk to me one sec. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, so it shouldn't cut out now. Yeah. All right, so I'll start again, yeah? Okay. Yeah. Okay, ready? Yeah. got a guess what? though got a far away of a guess what's coming to you oh this is gonna annoy me <laughs> i want to say it's something from breath of the wild okay that's your answer yeah okay it is halo oh well then i didn't know it no no you must know the hate the main halo theme though right you know like oh No, I've never, I've never played a game of Halo in my life until I just robbed it off your desk the other day. Um, that oh, was my okay. first time. Yeah, ever no, no worries, that's fine. Well, that's that's the only one I've got that I, I know that we've been through this before that you haven't actually played Halo, but I thought you might have heard the Halo soundtrack before. It reminded it... me of one of the Zelda tunes for sure. Like, oh, really? um, yeah, like the Temple of Time and Ocarina of Time. Halo oh, okay. has gone. <laughs> Ocarina of Time has made another appearance in this podcast. <laughs> okay. But, Next one. Okay. Um. Tetris. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That was good humming, I have to say. Okay. Next one. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Sing it. Do it again. <laughs> oh, I. <laughs> really hard to have when you're not trying not to laugh as well yeah yeah, yeah for sure <laughs> Ooh, i recognize it yeah i just can't um i don't think i'm gonna get it no, no. you can you can you can cut it off if you want so yeah it's gonna I annoy pass. you as well it is cass's theme tune on his little um accordion that he oh. plays in breath of the wild yeah, yeah. No, that's a good one. That is good because that's a good one. I would that. That was a good choice because it's not obvious enough to be like a Zelda team tune, but it's still an intricate part of Breath of the Wild. So I will give you that. That was that was well played. Yeah, I love that theme tune so. And I recognize it for sure. I was like, oh my god! But I was just, I was thinking more like, what game could this be? Like main theme game could this? Honest to God, that was one of the moments that like will forever stand in my mind. Is when I went into the deep forest for the first time and I saw Cass on the way through, and he was playing that on his accordion. And I remember it's fantastic. I literally remember sitting on there for like way over like. 10, 10 minutes you know for which if you sit and listen to that song over again it probably pays about 100 times in 10 minutes but i just sat there and was just like i love this little tune like honest to god yeah. i'm not the only one you can find like an hour repeat of it on um youtube and stuff oh and no i, I know cast is like yeah. a really cool character and i like the like i love that song as well yeah, yeah cool okay mm. um two more next one okay um which one? Oh, it's all right. I'm our winter oblivion. It's either our winter oblivion, but do they not have the same opening? Nope. It is the same. It's the same tune. Yeah, you're right. It's Oblivion. It's the same tune with Morrowind, Oblivion, and Skyrim, but they're played at very, very different paces. Right. Skyrim is very different because it's the choral, and then they add the Dragonborn, like or the the Dova speech and stuff to it. Yeah, but but Morrowind and Oblivion have very similar theme tunes. Yeah, but Skyrim's is the same though, isn't it? It's like da 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 da, which is the same. There's something more to it. Yeah, like that Skyrim. Really re- yeah, Skyrim's like you know, it's like the difference between watching something on your phone and watching it in a cinema. Like that's the difference between the other tunes of Skyrim because it's in your face and loud and intense and like OTT, isn't it? Skyrim, it's like. Oh, no, no, well, no. I just think even if you hummed Skyrim, I'd know the difference because I knew from the start that that wasn't Skyrim. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but bl- but Oblivion. the other two are far more alike. Is what, what I'm you saying. Think? I think they're all yeah. alike. I think they're all alike. I think they're all very similar. No, I think Skyrim definitely stands out. The tune is different. Yeah. So, so like Oblivions and uh, Morrowinds, although yeah, like you say, they are they are like slightly more similar sounding because they don't include the like choir and all the other stuff that the Skyrim adds to it. That like the but the different clear difference between the two is that Morrowind is na 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 
Na, na, na. and it's like really slow and mystical and stuff like that rather than like like um when you have that opening thing of of um oblivion i just remember thinking it's like da, 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 and it's like it goes along the same thing but it's just far quicker I like tempo wise sure. um okay so you got that right anyway mm-hmm. so that makes it uh two one to you no two all because you didn't get Halo, you didn't get Zelda, so it's the very last oh, one. I need to sneeze. Sneeze then. No, it's not happening now. Keep going. <sighs> Sorry, this happens all the time. It <laughs> <laughs> um, was a nervous sneeze. <laughs> <laughs> That's a too all nervous sneeze coming through, yeah. is it? Oh, yeah. um, okay, you're definitely going to get this anyway. Um, but it's been a good game. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. That sounded a bit off tune to me. Sorry, my humming isn't up to scratch. Um, Yeah, do it again. (laughs) (laughs) This doesn't sound like anything. Hold on, keep going, go again. I don't know why it's like escaping me the rest of it because I'm doing this all the top of my head as well. Like I've not pre-listened to any of these. I'm just literally doing them just off my memory of the tune. So, I'm like literally questioning myself whether this is even right, but I'm sure it is. I have no idea what that could be. It's not distinct enough for me to figure out what this is. I'm not doing much of it, I don't think, but. Yeah, it's definitely right. Yeah, that's it. That's definitely it. Okay, have a Wait, cr- that have a... sounded different from the first two, so I'm very confused, yeah. Did it? Maybe yeah. I'll do it different. Maybe I'm doing it wrong. <laughs> what? <laughs> no, do a high pitched again. You sound like you had more tune when you did a high pitched. Never mind. I'll take that back. You didn't sound like it was more tune at all. I swear I'm doing that right. But guess anyway. I have honestly no clue. Okay, shall I tell you what it is? And therefore I am the winner? Or are you no, just gonna try, are you gonna try no. and have are you gonna try and have a guess? No, I want you to do it again. <laughs> I can't do it again. I can't I... do it again. It's just gonna be the same tune you just heard like twelve times. I swear that's it. It's spinning me out now if I'm doing it right. Okay, have a guess. Is it a game I've played? Yes, 100%. Everyone's played it. Everyone's played it. Oh, see, now you're getting clues off me, look, because you're cheating. Yeah, because your humming is shite, that's why. (laughs) (laughs) Up until now, I was like, oh, your humming's doing really well, but I'm like, that didn't sound like anything to me. I have no fucking clue what that could be. I want anyone who's listening to know if I'm being sabotaged here. What we're wrestling wrestling with in this very moment is the fact that we have somebody who does not know that tune. But is just ref- it is just refusing in this moment to lose. If, she knows if, she knows the second she takes a guess, she's lost because it's probably going to be wrong. So she's just having like a what we're actually going for right now is a very small, small tantrum of her realizing that 
they're very realizing <laughs> they're very realizing that whatever her answer is is probably going to be wrong so she's trying to fish for information she's like looking around all perplexed and stuff blaming Whoa. my blaming my the cheaters that's the king of cheating blame himself it. at least i don't cheat <laughs> blaming my humming you know whatever she can do here can't blame she your knows. Terrible. <laughs> i was like what is she that? knows that her back's against the wall and that she's lost this game and that i've won three two in the, in the hum hum tastica that's what I'm going to call it. It's just it's really monotone sounding. That's why I'm like, I can't decipher a tune from it. It's just the actual tune. Because I can't sing it because that changes it. Do you know what I'm saying? If I sing it, that changes it. Because the, the thing with humming is it's like more discreet, isn't it? It's harder to work things out when it's humming. No humming shit. is kind of mon- monotone, isn't it? So that's what I'm, the that's what I'm saying. The rest of humming hadn't been monotone. I could figure things out. I could even figure out that, like, I recognize the Halo team. But I was like... Mm. At least with that, I was like, yeah, I genuinely don't know where that's coming from. This, I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> I don't have a clue. So just, just, say, just say you don't have a clue and then I've won. No, because I know? feel like I'm being sabotaged. <laughs> 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 from terrible, terrible humming. Well, I, just, I, I had to write five things down that I just had to remember off the top of my head and weren't as simple as like, like something like that. That like sounds just like a terrible vi- a squeaky violin. You know? Wow. <laughs> anyway, anyway, I win, you lose in a what is yet, it? yet another. It's Sonic, the original Sonic. Theme. Do it again. That's not right. It is. That is just not right. No, it's not. I swear it is. No, it isn't. Google it right now. That is so not right. Anyway, in the interest of fair play, um, I've allowed for the song to be played because I'm a nice guy. That's nothing like what you just hummed. Like just the original Sonic tune. Maybe it's the uh, the the one from the menu. I think I've been sabotaged because that sounds nothing like. What one did you play? Sonic the Hedgehog OST. I think that was not a fair one, and I would like to say that um, <laughs> I was sabotaged because he. I'm telling uh, you, that I, what we'll do in the interest of you know keeping the podcast uh, sane is that we will look it up after together properly and see whether we can find some kind of uh, thing, and we'll give an update next time because I, I'm sure that's a Sonic tune. I just listened to it, and it's definitely not. So yeah, that was that particular video. I'm not taking as concrete evidence. But I'm not taking your humming as concrete evidence that's the Sonic tune. I'm sure if the Sonic composers listened to you, they'd be like disgusted. Anyway, so we'll, what we'll say is that win for me was a good one, and it was the... not. I would like to say we're two all, like we're two all until next week until we figure it out. Okay, fine, we'll do that then, and we'll and we'll give an update next time. Next time we start this podcast with who who won that one, but I'm going to say it's me. And if and if you're listening, and you. you recognize the sonic tune from me which i hope i, I did say during i wasn't 100 percent sure if i was doing it right yeah but then but how I'm can doing you, it all you say that i head. lose if you're doing it off the top of your head and it's not actually the sonic yeah tune but i was sure it wasn't and the more confused you were the more i was like oh and then you know at the end of the day it might just be that, that i think rightly i should be confused because that, it's not that right particular part of the tune might not have been like in your memory in the same way because i swear it's clearly it's like, not in yours i thought it was anyway um, yeah, so we'll leave we'll leave it as is. We'll leave it as as tool, um, right? Because it does. I genuinely don't know though. I genuinely do, I thought that that was the Sonic tune. 
I'm sure it is anyway. Um, no, but it's we'll, not. We'll, we'll, fi- we'll find it out um, and and we'll get back to you next week. But this has been um, One Flew Over the Side Quests. I've been Ryan. This has been Kaylee. And uh, yeah, this has been fantastic. Play It Takes Two. Um, we will mm-hmm. obviously next time hopefully be doing this podcast a little bit more often. So we've got less thousands of things to talk about. Um, mm-hmm. And yeah, if you've made it to this point, then thank you very much. You're a legend. Um, and I hope you... Uh, enjoyed yourself (laughs) but yeah thank you very much goodbye thank you again for listening to another pixie gaming podcast uh, whichever one it was you chose to listen to today we are pixie podcast on twitter pixie podcast on instagram pixie gaming podcast on facebook and pixie gaming podcast on youtube and our website is www.pixiepodcast.co.uk thank you so much for listening you're all a bunch of legends and uh, here's a little outro music so enjoy